Y'all, welcome to Do You Think This Is High School Musical podcast. And my name is Aesu Kitulagoda. I'm here with Ron Costa and Ricardo Neto. Hello. Little Hello. bit of background. Yeah, say hi, guys. Say hi. How are you doing today? Doing good. It was a bit late this morning, but you know, it is. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> Ricardo, what about you? Yeah, could have done. Could have been a bit better, you know, broken ribs, crack ribs. Uh, they're quite painful to be honest. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Where are we at the moment? Like, at the moment, what are we going through right now? I'm just at home self-isolating in my room because a certain recurring guest in the future gave me COVID. <laughs> so, uh, Ricardo, yeah, we kind of know where you're at. Ronald, tell me something. Where are you at the moment? Ricardo, you go first. Oh, yeah. So, I just went to visit my girlfriend and... One night after watching the Champions League, it was going all wonderful. I just slipped down the stairs and br- cracked slash probably broken my ribs. So now I can't do shit for the next six weeks or so. And I'm on codeine, which is amazing and tiring. <laughs> okay, Rado, Rado. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm living with six people. Four of them have gone through COVID. <laughs> and, and I'm testing like later today to make sure I don't have it with my mom as well. So yeah, that's the thing. Jeez, very much a 2022 kind of lifestyle, then I'd say. It really is, bro. Going into it, going into it. Okay, a little bit of introductions. My name's Azul. I'm 23 years old. I live in Chelmsford. I'm recently graduated. Uh, just about to move to London this year, hopefully. Fingers crossed. But yeah, we're currently working as a developer. And yeah, life's looking good at the moment. Ricardo, I'll let you introduce yourself. Oh yeah, I'm Ricardo Neto. I'm 23. I'm in Golden, but I live in uh, in Bristol. Currently, uh, like I was just recently graduated, but I work as a tech consultant. And yeah, probably I'll stay in Bristol for a while. So now moving to London. Mm. I'm Ronald. I'm also in Golden. I'm 25. Uh, recently dropped out. And I'm um, currently working for a startup, uh, just chilling in Portugal, seeing what I do next. All right. Sounds good. Oh, yeah. Just to mention, I am Sri Lankan as well. I'm not like flavors <laughs> out here. Like, he is Angolan. Okay? Like there's a little bit of, yeah, there's a little bit of substance. He's honorary wow. Angolan. He's honorary Angolan. Honorary Angolan. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. It just that. needs like, to get baptized in one Angolan party. Yeah. An Angolan party. You've been telling me you about know. those, though. You've been telling me. I've, I've been learning a little bit here and there. You know what I mean? Carla me. Carla, I've been taught by the best. True. She, she is truly the best. She's truly the best. Shout out to Carla, you know. Shout out to Carla. Yeah, so so key thing about this podcast, we're all from the same uni. So we met at uni. It's Bristol Uni. Um, so yeah, Freshers is really where we all got to know each other. So this podcast is going to be centered around Freshers, uh, our uni experience as a whole. And yeah, it's just going to focus around how we met, what we took away from first year. And yeah, I'd like to start with first to itself like the first thing you think about freshers you think about which halls you stayed in so ronald tell me a little bit about the halls experience for you like how was how was it like deciding on what halls to go to in yeah uh, i remember some sometime like at some point along the way of like registering through ucas and stuff after being accepted you get to you get like a invitation link for first year accommodation because those are guaranteed for first years um, normally, when when you go to uni, after your first year, you're not, guar- not guaranteed to be able to stay at uni a uni halls. So that's a whole like different story. But um, I remember applying. There was like a lot of options. There was um, 
located, uncated, um, and then location-wise, like proximity to uni, I remember that as well. Uh, we had, I think, each three picks from like first, first pick, second pick, and third pick, and you were guaranteed to have one of those. I remember my first pick, I think it was courtrooms. And then my second pick was, um, I don't even think it was Waverly Place. I think my third pick was Waverly Place. And that's what I got, Waverly Place. And, um, yeah. uh, Quick interjection. Did you have to do some kind of essay or something like that on which holes you want to go to or which flatmates you want to pick for those holes? Oh, no, it, it wasn't, it wasn't like an essay. It was, form, it was like, a, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a form, like, oh, what, what qualities do you like, like in a flatmate or something like that? And yeah. I, had, I had just gone through a little bit of a traumatic experience in my first, in, in, in my years before living at uni. Talk about that. Talk about that. Yeah, talk about that. I was, I was like in a sixth form school, right? so like I was at Abbey College Manchester doing a foundation course, and I was living with mates, like people I know, know. And I don't know, man. Like that, that experience was weird because I, because it felt, yeah. I'm not gonna get too much into that because you know. Some people might watch this, which are not to blame, and fair enough. I don't want to talk about the people that were trash, so. <laughs> trash. Yeah, okay. there's better life to come. There's better nah, life to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's all about positivity. Yeah, can be, can, be, can be getting into drama right now. Shanti, you know, Shanti. Um, so, yeah, we got a, I got away from the place, which was, like, by the river, because um, this was, like, a coastal town, so, like, near Cardiff and stuff, which was pretty good. Quite a couple pubs around. Um, I lived with two girls at the start, two girls, three guys at the start, and then another girl moved in because one of the rooms was free. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Left, I lived in on the eighth floor, which the view was pretty great as well. Yeah. Also, yeah. did you consider K Turner Coms? Is that something you were looking at initially, or did you just bump that idea completely off? I think I did consider a catered one. I think I think my first pick was score rooms and catered because it had it was like and sweet rooms, and I. One of that because you know having your own bathroom goes a long way. I feel and like then, as a fresher, you value uh, en suites quite yeah. a lot. Because like you, you, <laughs> you have more of your own space, bro. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, they're worth it a hundred percent. Yeah, I remember there was like you guys remember my my flat had beef and some of the beef was regarding bathroom sometimes. Like people, people got <laughs> picky, man. Like first thing, first thing, one of my flatmates wanted to do once we moved in, right, was, oh yeah, guys. So when are, when are we all gonna like clean up the the the, uh, the flag? Because you know, I don't, I don't, I don't trust the, like the uniqueness to have done a proper job. I'm like, bro, what? Like, nah, man, allow Wait, it. Wait, how many bathrooms did you have? Like, so you're six. We had two. Okay. Yeah. So one, one for the girls, one for the guys, basically. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, that's a, that's a decent way to play. Ricardo, on to you. Uh, yeah. Tell me a little bit. Tell me a little bit about holes. Yeah, when it came to choosing holes, I think I went for I wanted an ensuite and then I looked at location. So I, that's why Unite was my first option. It was it is ensuite, it's five minutes away from uni, and I just really wanted to wake up late as late as physically possible to go if I had to go to lectures and, and labs. My, I think my second option was courtrooms as well, and then I can't even remember my th- uh, my third uh, option. But I think it was ca- it was catered, but I wasn't that keen on catered because they're quite far from uni, and again, I'm more lazy to walk than actually hmm. than actually cook, and I completely avoided the ones in Stoke Bishop, which are 
way too far. They're like 30 minutes away uh, from uni on a bus. It's a trek. But I guess so, the advantage, advantage that Soak Bishop brings is the tight-knit community right, when it comes to socials. They've got more pubs, yeah. more people around that area, more campusy, I'd say. Yeah, Bristol's more a city house uni, parties as well. Yeah. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure all the people are, we know from Stoke Bishop, or most of the people we know from Stoke Bishop, like stayed with people that they met there. Or like yeah. they were still friends and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, the disadvantage is you got to take the bus in every day when it comes yeah. to uni. There's no other way to get into uni. But to be fair, it's free for first years. So. It's free for first yeah, years. You don't have to long. worry about paying, but it is kind of long. If it's you finish your lectures late, then yeah, it's a trek for you. Wait, I know someone who walked, but I forgot their name. They would actually walk uh, from uh, Stoke Bishop all the way back to Stoke Bishop, and that was like an hour, an hour, an hour plus walk, which Jesus. I thought that was like insane, because I wouldn't be able to do, I wouldn't be able to do that, especially if I was like hangover or after the night out, really. Yeah, because yeah, those, yeah. those are like the moments you're grateful you live close to uni. You're like, oh, okay, okay I don't thing. have to go too That's far. Like, uh, I feel like with halls as well, there's two options you can take, right, when it comes to distance. You can either be up in Clifton or you can be down at the bottom near where Unite is, be close to Cabot, basically. Yeah, That's sorry, the two yeah, options yeah. you can take if you want to be close. For context, Bristol has a lot of hills. So it has we, a we lot might, of hills. So hilly. We're probably going to be talking about, like, oh, uphill, downhill, stuff like that. So like there's advantages and disadvantages yeah. to it, right? So yeah. the main one, the main one is Park Street. So with Ronalds it comes with Waverley. There's the big, the big hill that you need to get over in life as well as your journey to Bristol. <laughs> oh yeah, it's Park Street. It's Ronalds, Park Street. yeah. Didn't didn't you the bus, take bro. the bus? It was free, bro. Nah, I ain't doing that. If it's free, I'm taking it. After, after, <laughs> after, after, one stop. After, after one after, stop. After I had to pay, I didn't take it anymore. So trust me, your quads, your quads are thanking you right now. If you had went up Park Street nah, the entire bro, time in first year, I mean, you would yeah. be built different by now. Yeah, bro, I lived, I lived you know? five years in Bristol. I went up and like, <laughs> nah, that's all right, mate. You just like yeah. you build the ties, you build the calves, you build everything, the lower body. Yeah. Okay. Main main one is Park Street, but worst one, Constitution Hill, bro. That shit's steep. To be fair, we didn't go that often up the That one, yeah. not as often. Not as often. Not as often. Because there's ways because, around that one. But that's because also because... Actually, no. A couple of us lived around that area in first year. But after first year, nobody was like in the, in that area. So no, not, not anywhere near Constitution Hill. But anyways. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. So you covered, you covered your whole experience, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like if you stay in the Clifton... Uh, accommodation, you tend to stay more uphill in the Clifton area? That's the thing. So that's what it changes yeah. for me, right? So I was in up in Clifton. So when I was deciding, I was generally just between Unite and between Richmond. So Richmond is this very small accommodation in Clifton. And yeah, not a lot of people end up going for Richmond because it's very small. And then, yeah, it's not as well known as the other ones. But yeah, you do end up getting your own like kind of private room and private ensuite. That's the key part. And with me, I lucked out even more because they ran out of single rooms. So they ended up giving me a double room in first year, which is like crazy unheard yeah. of. And usually it's a dump, like usually when it's a double room in Richmond, you, you end up in a, in a situation where you're sharing that room with someone else. And yeah, a bunch of my mates ended up going for that. Wait, option do you share the year. same bed? 
you don't share the same bed, but in some situations you can. Like <laughs> Wait, in some situations you can. Yeah. Wait, so 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 it's Sounds set weird. up. So it's set up that every double room has to be shared. Yeah. So yeah, they already have two beds in there. Yeah, they had two beds, but you have the option of getting like a double bed in there as well. So a lot of people in first year, when they opt for, they usually just opt for a single room, right? A place yeah. space for themselves, private. Um, yeah, it's overall just a better way to go about it. But if you don't get assigned, if you ever get into a scenario where you don't get assigned a single room like that, they put you in these halfway rooms, like it happened to most people in Richmond. Like most people in Richmond were just there waiting for a new room to be assigned in a different accommodation. And a lot of people end up being put in these flat shares. You could either get into a slash if you want to just to save money or you could get into it because you're waiting on something else to come up. Oh. And yeah, a lot of people ended up getting that situation. But with me, I got a double room and a double bed. So I basically lucked out in terms of holes and my own private ensuite. It was all pretty cool in that. But yeah, there were definitely downsides because my toilet was leaking for the entire year. Maintenance <laughs> was pretty horrible. Um, it's always easy yeah. for first year. It's always yeah. so bad. Yeah, I think any kind of social room in Richmond is not really a thing. There's like one tiny room, and it's like it's like a trip back to the '80s when you look at that room. There's like a massive. It's not even a flat screen TV in there. What is in there? Oh, it's like really old TV. It's got some. I saw it's got VHS in there in terms of shit. To and watch. the pool table. Was... The pool table is not even flat. <laughs> it's like a mini hill in itself, kind of reminiscent. Of this <laughs> Is that its so, own gravitational? Like... It's own gravitational pull. So any yeah. hit you take, the ball is kind of center at the middle. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a weird place, but the, the advantage is you get access into bigger halls as well. So if you live in Richmond, you get access into Manor Hall. That's like another big hall in, uh, in Clifton. And there's a couple of other ones, Goldney. Um, yeah, there's options you can take. So even if you live in places like Richmond, you can still have a catered experience if you want to in Manor. So yeah, my main experience was that I didn't want a catered experience. I want to cook for myself. I want my own personal space. Ideally, want my own single room. So those three things are really what pushed me, I guess, in terms of halls. In terms of flatmates, I remember writing this. They asked you like the qualities of what flatmate you want. Yeah. So you kind of, I guess, I took that to be like, I guess in my application, that was more talk about yourself. What do you like in your mates? Tell us a little bit about that. And what I just basically asked for is people who are social, up for going out. Because um, at that point, yeah, I, ever since I left school, I was very into clubbing and going out. And that's something I really wanted to do, considering it's you. You know, that's technically illegal, man. That's technically. <laughs> what you just I mean, said. No, no, it's not illegal. I was eight, I was old for my year, you know. I was 18 when I was in um, when I was in school. Oh, okay. Fair yeah, enough. That initial, yeah, initial year, we were still clubbing, going out and shit. Yeah. So it was calm for me, but yeah, like I wanted to continue doing that in first year. And I guess with my flatmates, like one of them was already a second year who chose to relive in halls for the next what year. What a legend. Alex what a legend. Little. Alex Little. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had two other girls. They were like in long, long distance relationships. They're in very committed relationships at that point. So they were keen on doing freshers, but not to the extent that I wanted to be doing, right? Because I'm what single lad coming into uni, freshers. My dad just gave me like a hundred pound or something, hundred fifty pound in cash to spend because I had just come from Sri Lanka, oh, and I was like, I'm gonna blow this money quick. And I, I think I blew around like a hundred quid that first night. Oh, not gonna lie, freshers is one of the most yeah. expensive. We'll talk about. Weeks we'll talk about. Yeah, we'll get into freshers after this. But yeah, I'm just setting this on hoes for now. Mm. But yeah, hoes wise, um, yeah, I think most of my flatmates did. I did Joe with them. I did really get along with them. 
I'm still mates with most of them. But yeah, I feel like in terms of people you want to continue to socially interact with, it's not the same case when it comes to your first year flatmates. It's very hit and miss. You're either going to keep in contact with them forever throughout your entire uni journey, or you're just going to speak to them for a couple of years and it's going to fizzle out. Yeah, I think that last example kind of covers all of our three experiences, right? Because I don't talk to anyone. I lived in first year now. But we still talk to like. I feel like Ricardo's the opposite. Yeah, yeah. Ricardo. How did that? How did that work for Ricardo? Like, because I, feel, I think it's a bit different because I actually stayed with my first year class, uh, first year flatmates for the for three years of uni, while neither of you to neither of you did. So I guess it's just easier to keep in touch with at least some of the uh, some of them because uh, because of it. Yeah. was your main reasoning okay do you think if you hadn't lived with your flatmates throughout those all all three of those years all two of those years would you still have interact with them as often as you did oh probably not probably not because i guess you get more i'm not first sure if you first yeah, year i'm not sure if you covered this right we are all like we all did computer science yeah so that's a very intense computer. course a lot of work hours a lot of contact hours in a sense yeah. we were i think going to lectures like what is it 25 hours a week yeah. something like that up to sometimes up to 30 hours a week yeah. I re- so I you're remember, not home as often i remember comparing um hours with one of my flatmates that was into like a, like a social sciences kind of course and she had like six contact hours max so like yeah like mostly they do like reading stuff and and then like written exams and essays while we have like a lot of hands-on 24 hours lectures like with question like worksheets and stuff like that so 24 hour lectures ronald no Jeez, sorry 24 hours okay 24 hours of lectures you know? ronald's been in the trenches you know like... <laughs> he just goes all day just focusing getting right. getting back coding in it's a hard yeah. life go back to back to your question ricardo back to your question yeah so i I don't, yeah, I don't really know, to be honest, because at first it's a bit awkward that you're really keen to be friends with your flatmates, but sometimes you don't really gel. Yeah. But I feel like if you kind of move in with the second year, you already know them, so you're quite comfortable. So I think, yeah, I don't think I would be in much contact with them uh, if they... If I didn't live with them the next the next few years. Okay, honest question. Honest question. Were you scared about making friends when you went into uni? Both of you. This is out to both of you. I wasn't. Like, cause I I was um like throughout my my school career I like I switched schools like three times, so like I went to for, from like elementary to high school to finish it, and yeah. so like I went to enough like meeting people for the first time type experiences to know that like i was gonna be all right so i wasn't too worried about it anyway, you, and, yeah. yeah mine was quite uh mine was quite similar that i wasn't too worried about it to be on uh to be honest because especially uh, especially because the year before i spent it was the whole year of just spent and meeting new people every day when i was in the, my english school and also when i was doing the foundation so yeah. I was constantly meeting new people, so I didn't have the problem of like making yeah. small talks, just getting to know different people and all and all of that. So I, yeah. it was just a matter of putting yourself out there and just try to have a chat and not be a complete weirdo and just yeah, 
I mean, you can be you can be right. a complete video, like a weirdo if you wanted to, right? I feel like most people can find their tribe when it comes to you. Yeah, true. To be fair, to be fair, you can. Okay, just for context, both Ricardo and Ronald had to do a foundation year before they actually went into uni. Mm-hmm. It's part of the process when it comes to international students. So they can either do a foundation year or they have to do some other exams that can help accommodate their course yeah. and what they want but, to do in uni. But not not like every international student because it, yeah. it depends on um. And if if the country recognizes your like high school certificate or not, so. yeah, it depends on the, yeah, it depends also the country, but also the specific school you go to. Because if you go to an international school, you don't need to actually like an international English school, like where they have the same curriculum. You don't need you actually just can go straight to uni. Yeah, I think I think we have one of those back home now, actually. Yeah, yeah, we do. I think yeah. we have those. A really expensive bougie one to be Yeah. Honest. They have yeah. like the University of Cambridge logo on the, on that thing. Yeah, yeah. That's why I find even when I go to Sri Lanka now, I see like University of Reading yeah. just plastered on walls and like places like that. And I'm like Reading? Oh wow, you can actually do courses it's from kind of like yeah, in, in UK universities when you're back home. People can actually do that. But it doesn't quite feel like the same. I know a bunch of my mates who went private schools in Sri Lanka ended up doing courses like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's technically the same, I guess, value when it comes to the course, but yeah, it's not the same experience. Uh, you still end up shelling out, I guess, the same kind of money for the costs in terms of like lectures and like tuition fees. Yeah. It's oh, similar, comparable at enough. least. But yeah, I feel like with me, my experience is slightly different. So I went in as not an international student. I was a home student. I moved to um, from Sri Lanka to the UK in 2010. So I've had my five, six years of education in the UK. I went to secondary school in the UK. Um, I went to two different schools. So I've already had the experience of meeting new people, uh, getting used to the culture. And it didn't really phase me when it comes to going into university and meeting people there and making friends. Uh, because yeah, I, I believe that whatever you're into when it comes to like your interests, you're going to find someone in uni. Like even if you don't find someone, you could go to a society, you could make friends out of that. But I know a lot of people have fears when it comes to meeting people in university because they haven't really stepped outside of their friendship group and they think that's very difficult Mm. um but in a lot of ways it's not you're going to find at least one person who's going to be there as your mate as someone even in that first you remember freshers right you remember how many people come up to you and just introduce themselves i don't know i feel like that culture many people so many people i basically don't speak to 90 percent of the people yeah that's the thing that's the thing Cause it's the best vibes. Like everyone is like trying to meet new people, so everyone is like interested in conversation. Uh, even if they're like normally uh, really introverted, kind of just stay in my like my own corner type of person. So, which I wanted to add a point because we don't have this in like the in the segments. So, um, you can easily just join a society of something you're interested in and make a bunch of friends. Cause yeah, like it's, it's like therefore a like-minded kind of like group of people like so i i was part of um uh archery society uh sci-fi and anime one like uh, the the only reason i didn't keep up with with, um the archery one is because it was gonna get too expensive because i wanted i had i had to get my own bow after the um, like the introductory kind of course which was really fun but but that's the only reason i didn't keep up with it because it's like too much money out of my pocket um anime sci-fi and then I think games, computer game society and game society, which yeah. mind you, like, oh yeah, it's a lot of societies. You don't need to keep up with, with all of them. You you can join for like 
some of them for free um and some of them have a, like a minor fee and yeah it's not it's still it's like it's it's pretty easy to to keep up with with what you like want in the long run also you should know as well that you're automatically part of the society for the course you're studying yeah. So if you're in computer science, you're part of the CSS, the Computer Science Society. If you're in like ele- ele- electronic engineering, you're part of that. So like, yeah. Yeah, and the best way to do it as well, I think, is just keep an eye on Facebook events and just go to the events you're interested on. You don't need you in because you don't need to go to every single one of one of the things they run because nobody has the time for that unless they yeah. become part of the committee committee or dedicate to that one. Those first couple of weeks, Facebook was definitely my friend. When it comes to finding out what events are happening, even if it's like a freshers event, a freshers week event, or if it's a society event, I'm always aware of what's happening. Yeah, it was definitely useful getting the experience in and figuring out what's happening around you and see, basically cater your life around that. Your social circle needs to be based on what you're interested in at that point. You can choose, pick and choose what you like. And I guess freshers fair is a lot of a, it's like a big example in a place where you could go to just get this initial taster, just have a chat about people when it comes to different societies and you might be interested in just that one thing and you could go to that if you want. If you don't, then it's fine. Like you could very rarely, it could be a case where you rarely turn up society events but you're still there, right? I feel like in our cases, in a lot of our cases, we weren't as much society people because we made friends in our lectures, we made friends in our course and then that was enough to sustain us the entire way through. But I know a lot of my mates back in school, they're really fond of societies they do multiple societies and that's their way of socializing outside of they're not really too fond of i guess their course or they don't really have too much of a circle around them when it comes to that okay this is a good segue to how we met each other but before that i want to say if i have one um advice for people that are like oh joining uni but they don't like they don't like partying so they're not really doing freshers properly Go to fuck it. Go to the fucking like um freshers fair fair. 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 Yeah. All the all the societies are there. Like a bunch of people, free free goodies, free food, free, free like, You get so you much get free so shit. Much out of, out so of much. The free food. Do you remember those mission burrito stamps? Yeah. That people also, Oh my out. god! Yeah. I had so many of those. Fifty so percent offers. Of Domino's vouchers, Subway vouchers, like. All the vouchers. You I still have those for. goodie bags, you know. I still have those goodie bags. The spoons ones as well were quite yeah. decent spoons as ones. well. I still yeah. use some of those bags to like go shopping and shit. Also, um, yeah. the, the they also have um taste taste sessions for societies. So so those are like really easy ways, uh, easy way to kind of put yourself in there. Um, because you go to like society stalls and they're like, oh, would you like? to go to a, a taster session oh it's this date this time just give us your email and then it's like that easy yeah yeah what was the weirdest taster you went because i went uh, i went to uh do the massage society taster <laughs> <laughs> massage okay massage society is it giving or receiving how does that work is it both it's both it's both it's both it's giving okay. and receiving, receiving. <laughs> so oh it was it was just Jesus. weird because you just sit we're just we just went to uh, the SU building 
and we had this room that I think it was a basketball court, and they just put the, all of us sat in, uh, around in a circle, and then you'd massage the person to your right, and oh, then that wow. person, would, and then wow. the person would massage you back. In and a that's circle, an experience, bro. though. That's yeah. an experience, though. <laughs> and it's weird because you just sat down there and you just look at someone in the eye while you're getting a massage, and it just wait, 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 wait. it wasn't back to back. It wasn't oh, back to back. Oh no, my everyone God. was facing each other. Okay, that's even weirder. <laughs> yeah, because there was uh, like the masseuse, the profession, the teacher, the, the instructor, just teaching us how to do it. So everyone has had to see it, which was sick. It's just so weird. That is a weird so bonding weird. experience, bro. Jesus. It was so. I, I just had to say, David Manda knows how to give a good massage to be. Oh honest. my god! <laughs> Is that what you meant? Is that what you meant in massage society? <laughs> yes, I think I met him wow. in the massage society. Bro, gotta, like that. Gotta what be giving to those people. massages after volleyball games, isn't it? What a way to be. <laughs> yeah. How about you guys? What other? Yeah, go on, Ronald, go on. Take this one. Uh, I didn't. I don't think I actually did taster sessions. I think the the one thing I did um early on was um the bisque event. I don't I don't know if you guys remember that. It's like the the international I forgot what they what Bristol what international students student is it community. Yeah, it ends with a C. So yeah, they have like this big event for mainly international students, but anyone can join where they have like food from around the world, like events, stalls again and like stuff like that. So you meet a lot of people and yeah, you just talk and there's like um is there like there's like a quiz as well. Like an open quiz or some or something like that. And you like oh, and, um, is it the one with the capital like the capitals uh, Yeah, the capital of countries oh. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, things like that. Um yeah, that was that was I think one of the big non-party type events I attended early on. Um, besides that, I was part of the computer game society. And I think we went like Kongs. Kongs is like a pub that had like arcade games. Yeah, um, for sure, it was a pretty good pub. But yeah. Um, segue into into how we met. I with us um during first week there's there's like social type events and uni type events so the the first thing you have to do as a fresher kind of for uni is register as a student so go to like and it depends on your course you like you get the schedule place to go time to go and i think for cs it was uh it was will's memorial so and it's like in a in a morning a random morning thing is i a cousin i used to live with before coming to uni told me one of his cousins was studying Abruzzo Uni as well and on the same course, which was Ricardo. <laughs> so I walk into the registration hall, just looking around, being like, oh, I wonder if I'm going to see him here because it's by course, right? So I, I knew that like people that were in engineering, so computer scientists were, were in the in the kind of registration session as well. So I look around, I look around, and I spot this geezer with, with a, red, a red hoodie, I remember this clearly, <laughs> And a and a black passport, which the Angolan passport is black. black. So I was like, we have to rep, probably we have that to guy. Rep the colors, you know. I was just yeah, missing yeah, yeah, the yeah. yellow. You want red hoodie? 
Yeah, so you're walking around like some uh, kind of stereotypical Angola geezer. <laughs> Is that what you are? Like, <laughs> it's too easy to identify. You never He's know. The flag. <laughs> it worked. It worked. I'm just saying that it worked. So, uh, he identified me easily. So yeah. So basically, I looked around the room and I was like, "Who could it be?" And I immediately saw the card and I was like, "Probably that guy." So so after registering, because um I was ahead of him in the queue. I wanna say, I yeah, think I was ahead, ahead of him in the queue. So so after I registered, I I waited um near the exit to when he was coming out as well and I we had a chat and immediately went to like a faculty and just I think we had like a snack and then looked at our schedule and did basically everything together after that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember most uni related things after that because um we went we went um MVB to Source Cafe. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing he's a quick he's a quick PSA, right? Don't eat from Source Cafe. Like if you're in Bristol Uni right now <laughs> Don't spend any money in those cafe. I know it seems like the best option, but it's not. Like, treat yourself better than that. Yeah, you, you deserve uh, better kings and queens. It's gotten huh? worse. At the time, we had options, though, right? So Cedars Express, a chicken shawarma used to be £3.50. So that used now to be... Now it's seven too. quid. Boulangerie, yeah. Now it's seven quid. Don't go there now. But Boulangerie, back in the day, that was like two quid or something. Two quid 80 for like a massive baguette. And that used to be finished. Good sausage rolls the as well. Sausage rolls. The chicken coronation is the one. Chicken coronation? No, all day breakfast, mate. You gotta, you gotta oh, get this, no, All day breakfast. No, is the no. You get sausage, you get egg, no. and you get bacon. But yeah, you've got options out there. Don't eat from Source Cafe, even though it seems convenient. That's that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> the cookies were all right. The cookies, yeah, I guess, yeah, that's where I felt. That's where you think it's a great deal, but it's not. You could get a cookie for like, I think it's pound eighty or something for one cookie. But you can make the trip down to Sainsbury's, which is like 10 minutes. Get yourself four cookies for like £1, and then that's going to be more worth. Yeah, from my faculty, it's not even 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, from really MVB, close, yeah, yeah, from MVB, it's like not a journey at all. Yeah. Not a journey at all. But yeah, the point is, yeah. Yeah, so you guys met, what, together at some faculty event? Yeah. Almost, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess me and Ronald, me and Ronald really met at a because at the start of uni, there's a lot of freshers events and things like that. But we met at a, I think it was an exam, wasn't it? Or it was like a, a tutorial, a seminar, what? a seminar. Sorry, was it? W- oh wait, no, because no, we didn't meet. It wasn't the it wasn't the exam because I remember we the international students had to take a fucking English, English exam. exam. Yes. <laughs> I remember that one. On top, yeah. on top of having like mad IELTS marks, so they make you go to an exam again. And one make of you write an essay yeah, yeah, to yeah. see to see if you need like more like <laughs> English or language like type education. Oh, bless our mate, man. One, bless our one mate of, failed one English our, exam. <laughs> yeah, one of our, twice, <laughs> and end up taking French. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the caveat, right? Okay, if you're failing English exams as an international student right now, you don't have to keep taking English. You can do French. Do French. <laughs> that counts as an extra thing. Uh, well, that shit was so funny. But yeah, um, I wasn't really worried on not passing that exam, honestly. I was like, I don't know why I have to do this, but whatever. We like being recorded in the like a breeze. It's like, oh yeah, fuck it. I think I think um Thabard, it was like you, me, Ricardo, Thabard, and Kaho, I think. Yeah, and then yeah, unfortunately, Kaho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I remember why we had to take it because we had optionals for first year. So if I think we had three optionals, and then if you failed yeah, the exam, yeah. one of the optionals you you had to make a language. Yeah, option. yeah. you'd have to swap it out yeah. with the language. Yeah, 
Yeah. So the way uni works is you get a bunch of core credits and you get a bunch of optional credits. You don't really get too many optional credits in first year. You get some and you could choose some open courses or you could choose something from within your subjects. I think, I'm not even sure, I can't even think of what I went for, to be honest. I think I went for like Security 101, which is a I think we all went for Security, bro. Yeah, it's some bullshit. Um, What else? I did the Origins of Computer (laughs) Science, which is basically history. What did I do, man? Oh, we did one. I love love Origins. I swear we did um, a... Jesus Christ, bless you. All three of us did that. That one was good. Oh, no. I love Origins because I wasn't enrolled in that course, but I would go to those lectures to fall to sleep. (laughs) I would just have an up there, and then the lectures would just ignore it because it was a tiny room, and then I would just watching their like presentations and everything at the end of the course. Ronald with uh, just Ronald and and five Asian girls or something like that. <laughs> so, but I also took social uh, social psychology. Social psychology. Why did you take that out of interest? Why did you take social psychology? I just wanted something completely different from CS. Right. And right. CS is a male-heavy course. It's very male-heavy. Ninety-five percent of the people in the course are are guys. So. Hashtag more women and stuff. Hashtag more women Definitely, and stuff. definitely. But social psychology was the complete opposite, where 90% were women. So I felt I was wait, and the social psychology lectures, I think it was second term. I don't, I, I don't remember when. Wasn't that course really hard, though? You, no, it was it was all right. It wasn't that uh, hard. You have to like study loads. I remember you complaining about it. You just had to read a lot, which I wasn't yeah. used to anymore. It was, uh, I was used, used to read to it. it. <laughs> yeah, it just hashtag, hashtag moment is yeah, it, it, I it a, works both ways. No, but to be honest, I felt <laughs> yeah. slightly uncomfortable because I was used to just look around and see guys and see men, and then all wow. of a sudden I just yeah. see women. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like <laughs> I'm just like goddamn. Can you just get me out of here? But yeah, yeah. But some people, Um, some people might like that. You know, that experience is two different experiences, right? So going from CS into an area where there's lots of women around, yeah, it's a different, it's a changing environment. It's Mm -hmm. nice. I want, I want to add. There's like two type of uni students. There's people. There's the uni students that are like here to try hard, so they go for like even like hard optionals, and that's the people that like just run up like. Make it through trying to not stress too much yeah. and like you know so like keep the mental health Survive, right? like <laughs> yeah keep keeping the mental health like up so we like so I feel like our our group was mostly the same yeah it was mostly the same we were like one. we we were picking like oh nice nice optionals but not too hard yeah. optionals yeah. I feel like so, yeah like, some like, of most of us were still in survival mode in first year right when it comes to yeah. coursework everything like none of us really had any programming coding experience when we went into uni. And yeah, it was definitely a high skill curve when it comes to learning all that shit and doing well in exams. So yeah, it was a grind and a half to be able to get to a point where we are self-sufficient enough to be able to pass these exams and do well. So we ended up picking the easiest optionals because we were just up there for surviving. But yeah, there were some people in our group still who chose like the hardest optionals. And yeah, they definitely had yeah. a harder time and, of and it. They, and they were like, they, they were like... Regretted. Good to... They regretted it, but they were also like good to to have like a good mark on it yeah, anyways. Yeah. But like they didn't have a fun time. A I'll fun tell you time, that much. Yeah. That's the thing. So the pass mark in most uni 
courses, coursework, exams is 40%, right? So with first year, the, the main saying you hear everywhere is you just need to pass. You don't, it doesn't yeah. really impact your course. You're not going to get a percentage out of first year. Yeah. So yeah, just do as well as you can, but spend the rest of your time actually socializing, getting into like a routine, making friends. And that's the important part of first year. And, and also I found it uh, with meeting people in the course, I found it that it's, if you just go lectures, it's going to be hard to talk to people because you just go sit there 15 minutes, pay attention to the lecture or fall asleep during the lecture. However, however, however you do it and then just go back to the, uh, go back to your thought. But it's easier to meet people in seminars, tutorials, labs. I mean, yeah, that's a nice segue, right? Because that comes to our... <gasps> that's where we that's, met, yeah, that's where We met that's at the where, Yeah, that's where me and Ronald met. We met at a seminar. So oh. we met during this, um, what is it, Mathematical Methods for Computer Sciences seminar. And yeah, because yeah, we were put into groups. It was like, organized. tutor group or something like that, yeah. right? So in uni, mm-hmm. you get a tutor, a personal tutor. Um, it's a personal tutor, very much in title, not so much in practice. <laughs> so there's a person that's meant to be there for all, all of your needs. And you go to them when you had any problems. But most of the time, it ends up being you see them like once a month, maybe. But that's even a push saying that. Yeah, and that yeah, you push. just have a chat with yeah. some of your tutorial members about yeah, what's the course like, like any concerns you might have. And it's a really nice practice, but it's only effective, yeah, if it happens more often. But me and Ronald met as one of these seminars for this unit. Um, yeah, I don't really know how we got to be mates there. We were just having chat about the actual material. Like, yeah, it wasn't even we... anything, like, outside of the actual, like, course material, I believe. That we were kind of I, re- I remember, because um, we, cause, because, yeah, it was organized by um tutor group. And since we had the same the same tutor group, I don't know if we met, at the tutor meeting first or the seminar first. It was one or the other. But um once when we were in the in the mass methods seminar thing, we, we were like just working. It's like I remember you, me, Patrick Actually. and um Patrick and um Tyler? Fuck. Yeah, Tyler, Tyler. Yeah. Um there was I think there might have been someone else, but I I remember specifically the four of us. And we were like we were kinda just chatting like going about it and we were just like kind of cracking jokes here and that and like we just vibed in it so yeah we kind of just yeah, yeah we spoke after that we were cool after that that's how we met uh i think the the place where we all really became friends like the three of us really became friends is probably when we met ricardo and like the guys met ricardo as well because what yeah. happened with our group is initially a bunch of us met separately so we're quite a big group uh, more than the three of us. There's like 10 of us, mostly yeah. international students. Yeah. Uh, all doing CS. And all in CS. All in CS. All, all all in CS. Yeah, it's very, yeah, it's very like tribe, very clan, I guess. But we'll come back to that statement later. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Easter eggs. Uh, Easter eggs, Easter eggs. You've got to chuck it in there. But yeah, okay. So Mia, Ricardo, and Ronald, three of us, we met because I think we met outside of a lecture at one point we were just in mbb and then yeah, yeah a bunch of us were there ricardo and ronald come over and yeah we talk about like going to kfc and um, on the way to kfc oh, yeah. ricardo was just being a right mess i don't know what he was doing he was just on about mma the entire way through <laughs> and then i was like i can't this explain <laughs> All right, explain, explain. Let me hear this explanation. So basically, <laughs> one of my taster sessions after I think after or before the massage, 
I went to a taste <laughs> session for MMA. So I, I, for some reason, I just wanted to make jokes about being Conor Black Gregor and things like that and say it. And, yeah. just, <laughs> and about like, oh, yeah, I can fuck you up, blah, blah, blah. Look at this, yeah, yeah. Look at blah, this blah, technique. Okay, the, the main technique you were talking about is All like, what? Techniques. If you're getting choked, what you want to do is you want to drive your shoulder through them. Yeah. And that's what's going to stop them from choking you. Which, like. <laughs> yeah, which Conor McGregor used in a fight years later. So I was right. Years later. Right, years right. later. So this, but this technique got to understand he was demonstrating the entire night. So this is more than one occasion. And this is the only thing that he was known for. At that no, point. So I, you're thinking, wow. I did those. I should also the one, the triangle. And I think the one on the leg. Triangle. That you just come from behind <laughs> and you just like hit him in like behind the knee. Yeah. Uh, Behind the yeah. yeah, yeah, but the whole point is he was just being this like ball of energy at that point. I don't know why he was doing like he was very hype, and we were all liking him. Yeah. We were all like, yeah. And to be fair, it was it was a unique energy for our group. It was a for unique the group of we had and at that from point CS as well. as well. From CS, you don't really yeah. find none of that. And I think with Ricardo, most of what I liked about him is he reminded me of people I was friends with in school already. So he brought that energy because it's not quite a CS energy, right? Yeah. He re- he re- he reminded me of um just friends about home really like just the energy really, uh, like the en- the energy is just um, but chaotic also chaotic is the best chaotic entropy in it what did you say your entropy <laughs> yeah basically entropy you know <laughs> making sure everything goes to chaos bro um but yeah I, I think the rest of us a lot of us met um. Or like subsections of, of us met during the the non mandatory like events, mm. and then when it came to the mandatory events, we kind of just spot each other, and then we kind of just came as a yeah, group. Yeah, yeah. It's when you so, it's when you like yeah. kind of know people in uni, and then all of a sudden you start sitting next to each other in lectures and things like that. Yeah, and then you get to know each other a little bit, and you're like, oh shit, I've got so much more in common with this person than I thought yeah. I did before, and then all of a sudden you're a group. Yeah. Who I no one thing I want to mention who I remember vividly uh, when I first met him is James. He might show up in the yeah. he might be I guess in the podcast in the future because I was I was I met his flatmate Beth in the in the lift. She was the first person I met, so I think I I didn't have Facebook then, so I think I had the phone asked for her phone number, and she said that she was having a party. So. As soon as I get into the party, she tells me, "Oh yeah, my family does CS." And then James just comes and introduces himself as, "Hi, I'm James from Spain, and today is my birthday." Just that, that man, James. James, you gotta understand, he's like one of the most CS people. Like he doesn't look like a CS person, but he's one of the most CS yeah. people you can think of in terms of personality. It was so that yeah. fun that I lost it. I just started laughing because I thought I I I thought he was joking. I, I, but then he was actually from Spain and it was his birthday. And we couldn't go out yeah. of the flat to go for the night out until midnight. Until he turned until 18. He turned 18 on his, oh, at midnight. So yeah. I mean, yeah, this was a case for a lot of people in uni, right? A lot of people, at least in our group as well. So mm-hmm. most people weren't 18 when they came into mm-hmm. uni. They can't do any of these club nights. Mostly, they can't even do freshers. So it definitely cuts off an aspect of making mates when it comes to seeing people on club nights and things like that. But then again, how many people do you remember from just meeting in a club night? Like, yeah. very little that you actually just keep on yeah. talking to. Yeah. Just um, make sure you're 18 when you go to uni. Just... <laughs> 
I mean, take a, take a deferral fair, year if you be, need to. Like, take the gap you'd, year. You'd be making your life easier. Would, yeah, take the gap year, bro. Would, but then again, like like we were talking about earlier, you don't have to drink to have a social circle in uni. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to. No, you don't. You don't. You don't have to. But yeah, that's... It's the fault. Enjoyable, though, so, you know. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to be a drinking podcast, Ronald. What's happened? <laughs> it's part of the culture, you know. It's part of the culture. I never made that promise. Yeah, but yeah, the, the, the culture around us at that point was, yeah, we just mostly just a, a like-minded group of people all doing the same course, all hanging out together. And yeah, it was a very good time to start off with. Um, but yeah, other people, as like, what I mentioned earlier is, I mentioned us as a clan. That's like an important thing. So, Ronald, you want to explain that? You want to give us some context about that? Sure, sure, sure. I'll, I'll do the honors. Um, so basically, I think I think we we should start with um how we actually all came as a group, right? Because um, as I said, we were like meeting kinda in subsections, yeah. people. So I met Ricardo and Michael, like as like just me. So me and Ricardo were like Mona, like oh one on one kind of thing, and Michael and me were like one on one kind of thing. For the because we because we yeah because we met first week. So first week was a bunch of like things that you didn't actually need to attend. It was like optional stuff. So like um besides like a tutor meeting and maybe the math seminar, everything else was kind of optional. So not everybody like met or like saw each other around during the first week. So when second week come came around. Uh, I met. I had met already three of you. So I'm, I had met Ricardo, um, Azo, and Michael. And then second week comes around, and then we meet basically like a a different subsection of our group that had met each other already, and they already had like a group chat. So it like it was like a group chat with Kaho, yeah, Kaho, Karthik, Taridu, myself, somebody else, yeah, and you, yeah, and Einish. What it's called. It was called group My chat? Asian Boys. So Kaho at that time, yeah, Kaho, he's like a, a Malaysian bit of dynamite at that point. Social dynamite. He was just around. He just knew everyone. He met people at the airport. He's like one of the most social what? geezers out there at that time in first year, and he was a lot of the reason that yeah we became a group to start off with. Yeah. But yeah, um, so so. My Asian boys was the group with like four or five of them, and Aza was like, "Oh, I met this guy in CS. We should add them." And it, and it was me. And obviously, I'm not Asian, <laughs> so 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 the so the group the group name had to change. Um, and at that point, we had just started lectures, and one of our favorite lectures was uh, functional programming, and the lecturer was called Nick Wu, Nicholas Wu. Yeah. Really good, re- really good lad. Um, eventually left the uni, unfortunately. Um, but. But he was he was a north star, if you would. So, so, so basically, during one of the lectures, after one of the lectures with Nick, we were like, oh, just kind of like laughing around, making jokes, and I suggested that we switch the the group name to the Wu Tang Clan because we would basically were Nick Wu fanboys, which is stuck to this day. Shout out to the actual Wu Tang Clan. Um, Don't do us <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, don't sue us. Um, we're not like trademarks or anything. We only exist on, exist on WhatsApp and Instagram. Very, Instagram, we're very active. Under, under, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say every underground Instagram account. Um, uh, but yeah, this the the group got slowly expanded because first it was five of us, and then Ricardo kind of initiated himself 
by one of the lecturers, like we had a, a functional lecture where he was just having muffins or cupcakes yeah, or some shit. Yeah, he just some muffins, And like, yeah, we were, we were like sitting, we were like, normally lecture halls like go by rows, right? So like um, uh, the first row towards the door is like the highest one and it goes down towards the, like the screen. And Ricardo was like kind of sitting behind us and we were like sitting in two lines. And Ricardo, we, we were just chatting it up, like watching the lecture at the same time. And Ricardo for some reason just goes, oh, anyone want my last muffin? I don't want it or something. And we were like, nah, we're good, we're good, we're good. And, I swear and like, someone said, know, give it to me. Like, yeah, someone, yeah. No, Ricardo no, was like, someone Ricardo said was like, me. should I give it? Someone, someone said, it someone it. Was he was like, like, give it to me. Oh, uh, oh yeah, you should, you should give it to Nick Wu. We were like, yeah, 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 give it to Nick Wu. So he grabbed the muffin and passed it row by row and being like, oh, give it to Nick Wu, give it to Nick Wu, give <laughs> yeah. it to Nick Wu. Until it got, got to the to front Nick Wu. and it got to Nick Wu. But Nick Wu was a bit adamant about it. He was like, oh, muffin for me. I'm, I'm not going to know It's in the middle of a lecture, man. So, you got to understand so, the so, yeah, 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 yeah. It's in the middle of the lecture. He's trying to teach. But like, fair, fair <laughs> enough to him. To he reacted nicely, right? We, I swear we sent the muffin all the way back and Ricardo was like, nah, give it to him. I swear he take got it. one. You know, so we went all the way back to the muffin again and he was just like, fine, I'll take it. He ate one. He ate one. At that point, I was like, wow. He, this guy's he a was like, asset. wow. Ricardo, yeah, he was Nick like, Wu is a strapping lad. He's a strapping lad. Niku is strapping lad. Like, everyone loves him. He's the type of lecturers that girls complain that like they're too fit, they can't concentrate. He's that type of geezer out here. He's that type of geezer. He's, he's... Everyone loved him. And it was jokes as well. The jokes he would have. He, he was he was a very good sport yeah. about jokes and stuff. And he was a good. There were two. Well, there were two most. The two most popular lecturers in CS at that time. So we're talking 2017. Uh, that was Ian Holier. He used to teach imperative programming, and there's Nick Wu who used to teach functional. So there were two groups boiling at that point. There was like a holy A hose and there was Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. And yeah. that's the point where I guess we hit popularity in terms of our CS year group at that time. We became known not so much not so much as a group of people as like us directly related to him, but as the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. Yeah, no, because 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 he had he had this thing, all right, where every week he would pass around them. Um, Little like like kind of Q and A sheet yeah, yeah. like slips where you could write yeah. any question right. So so people used to like banter a, a lot on those. Some some ask actual like proper questions yeah. like mostly oh you jokes, have though. any questions about mostly this lecture jokes. and like things like that. Yeah, but it was mostly jokes. So he would he would take the slips. Yeah, and there was always there was always someone that during that week would like make a pun with a program a mini haskell program because he tells haskell and and like just is is a single kind of thing true or false whatever like, like yeah, so, yeah 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 so i think james did one of those and then uh one of us one one like in a random week was like oh are you aware of the wu-tang clan or like oh do you do you approve of the wu-tang clan or some shit like that and and yeah, yeah. <laughs> i swear he he grabbed that that fucking paper right because he would he would like scan through them before the lectures and decide what to read. Yeah, yeah. So he scanned through he that used paper. Used to do this, yeah. And he and he was like, "Oh, are you? Do you approve of the words?" And I was like, "Oh, I've heard this name before," and it reminded me that one of the times we were working on Haskell or something, like in the in the MVB in the colored um stores, and he was passing by, and we were like fucking 
blaring something about Butan Clan or like Nick Wu or something like that. He heard us. <laughs> he clearly heard us. So he knew exactly what like what we were talking about. So yeah, it was it was funny. Like we were all aware what kind of was going on. Yeah, yeah. And this is I guess yeah, this is something that's definitely particular to Nick Wu. Yeah. Like he used to get these bits of paper, scan them, scan through them in front of you during lecture. And yeah, it's definitely an opportunity for yeah. people to like I guess make themselves yeah, known. Really make it fun and interactive, you know. Yeah, because everyone knows how difficult it is to ask a question when you're in a, like a group of people. There's like 200 people in that lecture room. What's it like asking a question in there? I don't think I asked a single question for the whole three, four years. I've, I've never a asked lecture. a question. Mm, never. I've never asked a question, and it's not like you're not confident enough to do it. It's like. It's like very different in that sense. I'd rather not understand the lecture. Yeah. I'd rather just go home and watch it again because you have that replay capability. Yeah, right? every every lecture yeah. is recorded, so you can just rewatch it. Also, like, I it be the thing of like, oh, okay, I'm a bit confused about this, but if I ask him now, he's probably gonna give me an explanation that I'm gonna un- not understand anyways. So <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like live That's why. That's why. Like you know. That's why I stopped taking notes. Like very, very soon when I went to uni, I was like, yeah, I need to be taking notes in lectures, and that yeah. used to be a thing, right? So it used to be like scrambling to write shit down. But then I realized it's actually no point to it. There's not even a point actually bringing a bit of paper to a lecture. It's just sit there, try to yeah. understand it. Most likely, you won't understand it go home like it's just there to give you the thought that it does exist like it's something there needs to be something you can take away from the lecture you don't have to understand it but just at least one thing at least know what you yeah. don't know yeah right? that's that's the question and then you could go home and yeah. figure my out my favorite moments i only was when the moments where like you'd be watching a lecture but probably a lecture you enjoy and you're like oh i understand this yeah shit. It's like, fuck yeah hell. yeah it's crazy right it's like, amazing it hits you yeah. it hits you different it hits you yeah. different because most of the time especially in cs lectures you find that you come away from it more confused than you like are when you just heard of the subject to start no, to be honest like, i feel more it's more the subject itself because with social psychology uh psychology you could i could understand what's going on on the on the lectures uh but CS is more helpful when it's practical than when it's mm-hmm. hands-on. It is definitely so the that's same, yeah. why, uh, that's why I felt that the lectures weren't that useful the first time. Well, for example, social psychology, I could have, I would watch them out. I watch the lectures out in the sun and can just do the read the reading to understand about the topic that it was uh, the that we are talking about. Well, it's yes, we need to rewatch it. Maybe then do something practical. The worksheet or something like that. The other thing about the lectures as well, when it comes to CS, at least in our course, um, I remember that going to every lecture and like you, you could like piece things together from different um like units. You'd be like, oh, this like algorithms unit or something, or and, and like um like fucking graphics or maths or something. Like they would closely relate because in in general they're like they're under the same umbrella so mm-hmm, it's yeah. it's they have um like common threads between them so it, so it does help yeah. a little bit eventually but you'd need to like keep up with all the lectures so That's which true. is hard it is hard it's not easy very hard very hard. like but it, but yeah. some people do that yeah some people like we have people in our group even uh just like after every lecture just go straight to a study hall try and understand that lecture before you get to the next one 
And that's definitely a practice you can take if you want to keep on top of lectures. Um, I'd say we were the latter. No. We were the group to keep on top of anything. We were the group just to wait until the end. Azel, I'm still salty because you made me study for the wrong exam for like a week. What's the wrong exam? What when you to? were adamant that I think, oh, I don't remember. I think, I don't remember. Oh, it's security yeah, or something, so right? We had two exams. Yeah. I had, I had uh, two exams back to back. One was security and then the next day was sociopsychology. But Azel kept yeah. saying, no, 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 it's the other way around. So I studied for yeah. the wrong exam and then I went to the, to, so I studied for security, thinking it was my first exam, but actually it was social psychology. And then I got there and I was like, fuck me. You passed. I passed, you I passed. passed <laughs> but then I was still like, fuck me. That was so yeah. But to be that fair, was that, that was, it's the kind of exam you can waffle in it. Yeah. So, but, so. yeah. And I understood. And it. let's be honest, we we waffle <laughs> like if anyone yeah. can waffle we can waffle. waffle the entire <laughs> yeah. way through yeah I remember in first year like the first experience you get of uni exams is like you get viva exams oh, and that's spoken, spoken world exams Vivers, and vivas were horrible so we had this unit called we had this unit called computer architecture that's mainly just like hardware stuff think about like one of the most low level type projects type units you can think yeah, of when it comes exorable. to CS and and yeah like that that unit was mostly assessed by vivers and the teaching was weird too because it was done via youtube videos instead of instead of actual lectures for a point bro and it uh, wasn't like a lecture was away it wasn't even like oh yeah like um like general oh not too long videos no it was like long ass videos every week like you'd have to put that that thing like on 1.5 speed let's be honest we all fucking did it like, yeah, 1.5 speed. It's because he spoke yeah. so slow. Like he spoke very every, painful. Every slow. every CS um lecturer has their own personal speed. You should be watching the videos at the because some of them speak really fast. Some of them speak really slow. But he did it so slowly. He should have monetized the videos because <laughs> because the amount of views he got because. <laughs> Bro. Because the way I would watch fifteen, I would watch five, ten minutes of the video, get out, stop it, and then come back, uh, come back later. So every video I'll give him at least like ten views. Most the time, even though the unit, the year before you had the same unit, it's most likely not the same material, most likely not the same exam that you're gonna get at the end. Uh, the course very much changes every single year. It's so dynamic. There's no point looking at past papers because they're all going to have changed already. Which, in all fairness, speaks to how like they take in feedback because they do take in feedback. Um, I've seen some units, because I had to repeat years for reasons, I've seen some units that change from year to year because like of how feedback was taken. Well, like they change how they do exams or things like that. Because like, even LE stopped being a thing because the feedback was so bad. Yeah, so language engineering is a unit that a lot of people fail. So it's like a 40% or a 50% pass rate for that for that unit. And the way it works in uni is if you fail a unit, you get a chance to reset that unit. If you reset, if you fail the reset, then you can do a supplementary year just doing that unit. And if you fail that, yeah, it's time passed on it. Like at that point, that's all the chances you get. Like no, like no, like not shade to them personally, but like come on, 
like you can tell when 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 like a lecture is like oh he he is experienced in this he knows how to do this because you you can tell because we liked all the lectures that were like good how are they did his main job is his their main job is usually the research the lecturing is the side gig so it's just that's they're the, really smart yeah they're all they're so bright they're really yeah. bright you they're, can be smart and still be bad at like trying to make people understand what you do or how you do it that's the thing yeah so in terms of lectures and yeah lecturers that's been our experience more or less like it's not always a point where you can depend on a lecturer to just completely mm-hmm. help you understand one thing sometimes it's just good enough to understand what you need for the exam and get past that without needing to know 100% of that unit like no one i guess at least in uni you don't need to know 100% of everything you can specialize in one thing later on it's just there to give you that broad range of subject material that you can come and, back to and teaching assistants right? if you find a good teaching assistant hold on hold on to them Bro, for get life. Their number, get their send Facebook, them flowers whatever, like send them flowers on valentines i don't Ra- know marry them. them i don't know do everything Ra- you can to keep them in your life forever <laughs> They're going to teach you so good because they were a yeah. student. So they understand what's yeah. in your head right now. They and understand how they were taught. say the same sentence at one point in first year. Yeah, I don't know, I know how to do it. I need to do, <laughs> but I don't know how to put it. This is, this is, if, you want, if you want a sentence, if you want a sentence for a first year coding, like any kind of coursework, you can just it's, use that. It's just true. And then Everyone it's going to fit any situation. It. Like the problem, uh, the problem isn't like, oh, I don't know what to do. No, you do know what to do. You just don't, don't know, know how, how to, to do it. it. Like, <laughs> it's like, I mean, I mean, in a way, it's a really dumb but, sentence. Yeah, I swear, I have you, never, you get I sense. have never felt as dumb as I have yeah, felt going good. through uni. It's crazy, bro. And I'm not even dumb. That's the thing. I know I'm not dumb, but I felt dumb. Most people go into uni and they have some kind of expectation of themselves, right? They're like, okay, I've gotten A's and A stars in A level GCSE, yeah. whatever. And I'm going into this. I'm going to be, I'm going to excel at this because I've excelled in the past. And then you just got, you just got to understand you're not going to excel. Like at, at the beginning of a course, which you've had no experience in, you're not going to yeah. excel at the beginning. Just be fine with that, right? Don't let that affect your Bro, mental health. That pond got real big. Yeah. <laughs> that pond got massive. <laughs> yeah. The jump is crazy. Yeah, you just need to the be like. Crazy. I think you just need to be ready for failure, because like failure is gonna yeah. come eventually. Like it's unavoidable, yeah. and like if you're not someone who's used to failure, oh yo, I guess it's gonna be very difficult. Ready. For you. It's gonna be very difficult. I feel like yeah, there's uh, there's healthy and unhealthy coping mechanisms when it comes mm-hmm. to failure, right? I feel like in first year, I think it was mostly on the unhealthy side. So what we used to do is if we did bad in an exam or if you're feeling shit, what we used to do is just put a text on the group chat saying, do you guys want to go out? Do you want to go drinking tonight? Do you want to do something? And then that's the way we blow off steam. And in a way, a lot of ways, like we still continue to do that sometimes. That's not something that's completely phased out of our lives. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just play games. I guess that's something we fall back to. Yeah. My, uh, um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, um, I think the reason we're so like we got so close is because we went through hell together. Really, yeah. it was kind of hell. It was, it was kind of hell. <laughs> we went. You gotta understand, like 
pretty much everyone, everyone in our group in first year, at least except the genius level yeah. guys. Which we had, a, we had, we have a scraped yeah. through we exams. Have a we have a couple. We have a couple scraped through exams, and you scraping is like forty yeah. percent bang on. Oh yeah, or some... yeah, that was bad. I got forty and functional, and I I was ninety percent guaranteed, and I thought I failed that one. After that exam, I was so sad. The feeling over 40, it's so good. When you hit 40 and then you're expecting failure, that's like a yeah, blessing from God. There's also a thing called a compensated pass, right? That's mm. another thing. So if you get 38% or 39%, once a year, I think, you could get one unit that gets a compensated pass. So you don't have to repeat that unit and it just counts as a pass. Yeah. It doesn't count for reasons. That only counts for yeah. your first try. Also, I don't... Oh, no, no, never mind. Yeah, no. The, the rules on that are like, a bit iffy, but yeah, it's a thing. There's also the, um, uh the av- like you know the the average like um, amp ascension kind that they do. If 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 the whole average for um for a unit is really low, they bump it up. Oh, yeah. If everyone does shit in yeah. an exam, yeah. they kind of yeah. bump it. They do bump it. Otherwise, most people yeah, end up true. failing and having mm-hmm. to repeat it. But there's you could get really close to that value and they still won't bump it up though. It's like it's either up to the uni or it's not. Like sometimes they do it, sometimes they won't. Um, so yeah, it's very much in there. It control. also depends on how strict a uni is. Because some unis are very strict, i.e. Bristol Uni. Bristol Uni will not give you leeway it, it like in in most like things other unis maybe would. Because, like, I've heard stories, man, and they're, they're bad. Yep. The bar, the bar is higher and, than, like, some unions. And, yeah, and that I guess that brings back brings us back to, like, I think first we're at Bristol. We were very much, like, aware mm-hmm. of the mental health crisis that was yeah. happening in Bristol at that time, right? And, yeah, a lot of that is because of the high standards that's out there in Bristol. Uh, but, yeah, that's something they're actively working to solve, I guess. And yeah, in our year, we were still aware that it was happening. We've seen yeah. loss of life because of that. And yeah, we were, that's why like when one of us did really bad an exam, at an exam or something like that, we made sure that we were always there for that person, right? Because yeah, a lot of this mental health crisis can be, yeah. can basically come down to failure and yeah, just not being able to respond. There to have it been a lot of things. Everyone had a, a mental and, breakdown. And, and, at least one. I swear. There was... Everyone there knows. was there were Out people. Of, if you go through uni without having at least one mental, you're breakdown, amazing. I mean, that's, you're that's right. good yeah, you, honestly. But if but if you do, don't yeah, worry because that's, that's fine. Not, yeah. <laughs> that's very. Normal. Some people very cry normal. every week, you know. Some people cry every month. Some people cry once a year. But it's it's. Yeah. You some people cry, cry when eventually. they get drunk. Like it's it, yeah. it, it, it does happen. It does yeah. happen. Right. Okay. Um. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, that wasn't that like that one exam. Like we mentioned, Ellie had to be changed because. People like, yeah, were just failing. Too many people felt. People were crying. Oh at my the exam. god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we know people <laughs> in one of our LE exams that cried. That like halfway through the exam, just stepped out. Was crying Jeez. on the table in the exam hall and had to be taken off. Like, and that's definitely a case. Like you got, you get to see firsthand how yeah. much these exams. And mind you, that person later yeah. on had that's a first on that dissertation. That's how bad it gets. Yeah. Like, yeah. It just, and that's the thing, like, you, at, at one point you could just think of yourself as something, like, completely worthless, but then that's only at that one specific thing, at that one specific point, right? You're not a worthless person, it's just you might be bad at something. Yeah. That's something you need to get over yourself. Well, <laughs> it's therefore a growing up type experience. You mature <laughs> quick, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Quick. 
real quick. Yeah, everyone everyone matured a lot going through uni, even in our group of friends, because you can tell, like... And yeah. You can tell from what yeah. people used to be in first year, right? In first year, like, okay, another thing I want to uh, talk about is people come into uni with, like, very little life skills. Like, okay, they don't know how to cook fine, but they don't know how to socially interact with people. They don't know how to ask what they want. They don't know how to organize their lives around them. There's a lot of things people lack when they first yeah. out of very laundry. Yeah, that's another big thing. Well. That's another big thing. Very little very common little. sense. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And then we see what we are at right now. And then a lot of that experience just came from like the three years you had at uni, just learning and doing everything by yourself. Right? Uh, I am therefore a better version of myself of who I was five years ago. So, you know. I mean, yeah, we've, we've had a lot of, like, a lot of funny cases. Like, you remember Tharudu when he first came into uni, he asked me, is it safe to drink the water? Bro. For context, Tharudu oh is someone God. who came from Dubai. He's also a Sri Lankan geezer. He came from Dubai. And, yeah, the first thing he asked me, is it safe to drink the water? And I'm like, water yes, in the UK is drinkable straight from the It is drinkable. It is drinkable straight from the If you did not know that, now you know. But Bristol water yeah. tastes kind of I feel like... Because hard water. It's it's hard it's hard, hard water. water. It's hard water. It's hard water. Yeah, it tastes kind of disgusting, and it might not be exactly clear. Is there some you cloudiness to it? It's like yeah. it's fine. It's fine. You can drink it, and you, you can, can easily it. get one of those like filter canisters, then like big jugs for water. You just put water in, it filters out. Or get a fridge with a filter if if you're worried about it. Or get a fridge with a filter. Jeez. Okay, okay. And if you can't cook, okay. If you can't cook, that's another thing we can talk about, right? So, yeah. Ronald, you couldn't cook when you first came into uni. You that went is through the options of uh, just going through Deliveroo, right? You had that option available to you. You just started ordering it's a, food the it's entire a, time. And it's that a case-by-case case type thing. And that, that's your limitation, yeah. right? You have people like Karthik, who's another member of our group, who came into uni very young, so he was 17 when he came in, and his parents used to give him a bunch of food, and then what he used to do was just freeze it and then consume it throughout the year. And even though even though he was in a self-catered flat, that's his way of, I guess, coping with his limitations when it comes to cooking. And that's another approach you can take. Like, if that helps you, like go for it like it, it doesn't matter what approach you take when it yeah. comes to making your life a tiny bit easier just go for that like don't matter don't think about what other people are going to think of you because of a certain thing right if they think you can't cook like fine like what does that mean right uh, well, like call it think not like no but yeah i guess you <laughs> I mean, in your case, you didn't really try yeah, that. No, often, right? no, no, no. The th- yeah, the, the thing is, like, it's not... And and throughout the years, right? Like, it's be, it's been yeah. five years. I didn't order the little every day of my life. I've There, there are yeah. other options. You were for me allowed to. There are other options. <laughs> were like, we came to the point where, like, I have, like, five people using my delivery. I swear I'm the one that uses it the least, but whatever. No, but there was um, one year that yeah, had, like, do... 250, 300 orders. <laughs> Yeah, dude, there was already multiple people using it, bro. But th- but then again, two hundred still off from three sixty five. No, yeah. I think it was three hundred. Which is <laughs> bloody hell. That is mad. Three hundred again. Not, not just me, bro. It wasn't just me. But whatever. I got receipts. Yeah, don't cover me. <laughs> mad. I've never seen so much delivery orders in my uh, life. Why? Well, yeah. I feel like. <laughs> First year, yeah. First year, people really yeah. take the time to be able to figure out their limitations. And then second year, once you're in a flat with people, you're all mates with, you can kind of teach people 
um and then help them out when it comes to shit that they don't know. Like another big thing is, I guess, like learning how to pay bills and things it's like second that. Year, but that's usually. more of like a second year problem rather than like a kind of first year thing. First year, you just pay for halls, like a flat fee. It's usually very expensive compared to just gain a place on your own. And second year almost always ends up being cheaper, uh, especially because you know where to go and especially because, yeah, you're just going to lead a cheaper lifestyle when it comes to certain things. And yeah, first year was definitely an expensive year. Mostly because of, yeah, the nightlife itself. And that's something I want to come on to now. Oh, yeah. Uh, so nightlife. Ricardo, talk to me about yeah. nightlife. One of the best people talk about nightlife. Yeah, it just takes a while to figure out what works and what doesn't work. Because then what kind of vibe, music, the venue you like. Some people like those tiny those tiny clubs with some drum and bass. While some people prefer a big club with three rooms where you can decide if you want more cheesy, you want more hip-hop, if you want more house. It just depends on everyone, and it takes quite a while to figure uh, that out. Some people like the druggy vibes. Yeah. Which is fair enough. Druggy vibes. If you want druggy vibes, there's two places you can go to, right? You can go to Lakota, and that's all in Stokescroft. That's like a very druggy part of Bristol. Bristol is a druggy city to start off with. It's a lot of culture. Very known for the Catalan. Very leftist. The very known for the cats. Very known European for cats. So is something you is hear the European about. capital of cats. No. European yeah. capital of cats. You heard it here first. Like <laughs> that's what Bristol's known for. Right? Um, I want to. I want to uh, say that we are not experts in what we talk about. These are, we're not these are personal we're, we're opinions. Here, right? These are all... <laughs> yep. Some of it. Some of it might be factual, but you know, don't. Well, don't come after we're making us. we're making a great deal of us. We can invite here, someone yeah. to talk to talk us through. About we can, yeah, someone someone with a bit more experience <laughs> can like lead this lead this conversation a bit further. Uh, but yeah, we're not very much into like I guess the druggy mm-hmm. side of Bristol, but we've been exposed to that in yeah in, from the outside, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's two main clubs you can go to. There's Lakota, okay, which is wait, up in Stokescroft, and then there's let's do Motion. this properly. Okay, through trial and error, our group has come up with the. With the perfect list of clubs to go, depending on the day of the week. Yeah. yeah, this is this is okay. You need to be a certain kind of person to like yeah. this, right? Yeah, you need to you be need into R and B, rap, hip hop, that yeah. kind of vibe. You can be into cheesy can, as well. That's you can be into fine. variety. Like, we're not, but you're not drugging. And you're a, not drugging. And you're a bit of pop uh, mixing as well, yeah. house mixing. This is, yeah, this bit. is this is therefore a a list of clubs per per day of the week. It's outdated, yeah, by a, the way. a bit it's outdated, outdated yeah. because pre COVID, you know, and um, also non druggy because, uh, mainly none of us really do that. But yeah, so yeah. starting from Monday, Monday you go Gravity. Gravity is a club up Park Street in Queens Road. Near the Sainsbury's, yeah. there's um there's a a couple other clubs in that area, but we will get to that. Um, yeah. Tuesday is oh, but with gravity. Bed Mondays, or you gotta you gotta be yeah, no, I said on Mondays, 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 Mondays gravity. Yeah, but it's hard. Bed Mondays, it's hard to get in because everyone yeah. goes. It's got a ballpark. Everyone yeah. goes. Yeah, because um because these clubs basically it's a very it's a very fresher club, isn't it? Gravity is like a very fresher, very second year type. Yeah, yeah very second year yeah. type club. Because yeah. um. It's these, these um these clubs sometimes have um kind of events or like you know focused nights of like clubbing and stuff depending on the day of the week, which is which is why this list makes yeah. a little bit of sense, right? So Monday is Gravity's because Gravity is on Monday's house, Bad Mondays, um, which is the name of the event, and um, 
Tuesdays, some of these are for lack of better option on the day. Um, and like, I'm just going to preface it. And I think Tuesdays, like personally for me, it's one of those, those Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesday is lawless. But I think this is here because of a lack of a better option. Because most things are yeah. dead on Tuesdays. <laughs> and Tuesdays, you don't yeah. want, yeah, you don't really want to be going on Tuesdays. You still got lectures. You're still, yeah, you're still kind of hungover from Monday, yeah. Because Mondays, you're going to have you most of your lectures on Mondays, right? Most, most people have their longest days on Mondays. And then you end up going out that day. Tuesdays, you can like kind of finesse some kind of way around it. Wednesdays. 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 Wednesdays, <laughs> Wednesdays, Wednesdays. OMG. Because if you if OMG, you went to Bristol OMG. while OMG was up, it you know that Wednesdays is OMG day. Because OMG, OMG has free entries on Wednesdays. Um, mind you, it's it's a uh, it has free entry for everything on Wednesdays. It's a gay club, but it doesn't really like yeah. it becomes kind of a gen- a general club on Wednesdays because people just go yeah. OMG because it's free. And it's the a vibes, controversial opinion, right? It's a controversial OMG opinion. Friday, like, OMG Friday, OMG Wednesday. On- no, 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 OMG oh, people, Wednesdays, but going people, to OMG yeah. as a straight yeah. person. This yeah. this was they talked about this. quite a bit actually, like street. recently, like in in I want to say a couple on of past months. Yeah, on Bruce Roots. Yeah. yeah. By Bruce the way, Roots. yeah, Bruce Roots is this confessions anonymous confessions website on Facebook Page. that people use just to shit about like anything, a bunch of different anything stuff about Bristol, really, like really. anything Bristol related. You kind of post on there. It started, I guess, while we were in second year. Before it used to be a little Wait. page called Will's Memorial Building, and then that transition was yeah, it not that in first year? No. no so it started no, in twenty eighteen no. then. It started. Yeah. In, yeah, it started in second year. But when yeah. we were in second year, so twenty eighteen that page got started. And to be fair, it, yeah. it was a pretty good page. It's a funny page. Um, good page. Yeah. And yeah, recently people have been talking about how they don't kind of feel safe being part of like, um, like the LGBTQ and going to a, a club that's supposed to be gay and then like hitting on someone and then the reaction is very adverse and like a bit aggressive which it's a fair enough for it to have considering mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like it's, it's tagged as labeled as like a gay a gay club and, and you can even like you can well. you, you can move like freely as you would as you would like even though you're supposed yeah. to, and that's particularly true on Wednesdays. But I think there's there's been a trend yeah. as well where, like, just straight people going to gay clubs, anyways, because like some the vibe is different, and it's a nice vibe. Like, as as if if you have been to to a gay club, you know that the vibe is different and it's very nice. It's like very free, not very like. It's hard to it's hard to put in words. Like, what do you guys think? What's your guys' perspective on this? Thing is, yeah, when I think of OMG, it's definitely like a great night. What I think about is great night. I don't even think about like any yeah. straight LGBTQ kind of reference to it. And I feel like that's what people are against at that point, right? Like the fact that it's losing its meaning yeah. as a gay club. And and I definitely understand where they're coming from, right? But you got to understand the way I see it as well. The way I see it as just a, a great night for my friends and where everyone just feels safe, yeah. right? Like, it doesn't matter who you're with, everyone yeah, has everyone a good time. And as well. that's what I value. That's what I value about yeah. OMG. But yeah, the, the bit I love about OMG is that you can strip for like a vacuum cleaner. If you oh, want. yeah. There's a <laughs> yes. segment every night in OMG where you could come up on stage. Like, there's a drag queen there. She like does a little segment, brings you up on stage. You could do a little stripping segment for a vacuum cleaner or a toaster. Like, you take can, something it home. It can with be you. anything, really. It's like a mini it's, game. It's, it's, it's not. Ready. 
It's not always stripping. It's like it's like a a mini game show, but like no, you always a, need a, to a strip. Bit. Is it always stripping? Yeah, you always strip. I think it's you always, always strip first, and then you strip well, there's more, yeah, yeah, there's, there's more to it. It's just not just stripping. It's like oh, who who strips the first, and then and then people who, who, or something who was the first or something. Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, screaming. Yeah, yeah, And then there's like oh, you could be like oh, ten sex positions in fucking twenty yeah. seconds or something like that. Like one of my like, favorites. Like, yeah, in that vein. Um. There's but, one that uh, get as many bras uh, from, or uh, oh, yeah, get yeah. as many. There's one that was get as many underwear you can find, and yeah, that's kind of tough. That's kind of no, tough. some people can get a lot. I don't know how, but yeah, they just come back with. No, but you know, it's like one of those. It's like that Zoolander thing, right? How do you take your underwear off without actually taking your pants off? <laughs> it's it's that kind some of thing. Some people right? have skills. <laughs> some people got mad skills. Out here. Mad skills. Well, yeah, OMG's yeah. still a great night. I think you guys still go OMG every yeah. now and again. Um, OMG Wednesday is definitely um, a place One to pound be. shots as well. That's an important part. One pound shots, very cheap yeah. drinks. Yeah. Uh, Thursdays. A stripper pole. Don't forget yeah. this. Stripper yeah, pole. Yeah, cages. There's a stripper pole. There's, yeah. ca- there's a cage. It's just interesting. It's just cool. Yeah. Um, but actually, before we move from OMG, I wanted to add another point to the fucking like the the gay dilemma thing, because girls r- would rather go OMG as well sometimes because it they feel safer there because yeah, there's less true. guys fucking praying around. So if if you have like just female friends that you want to go out with, sometimes you don't have a like you you're better off going to one of these like gay clubs than just going to the regular straight one. It's very yeah. apparent, right? Like, if you're with, like, like, a reasonably attractive, not even an attractive woman, like, any woman on a night out, if you're mates with, someone's going to hit on yeah. you. Like, it's almost guaranteed at this point. I don't know why it works out like that, but it's yeah. just, like, that's just the way it is nightlife mm-hmm. at the moment. And and now, right. especially, like, there's also been, like, the spiking incidents. That's becoming more true now. With yeah. syringes. Yeah, and that's so, yeah. Yeah. More, very common in Bristol. Yeah. So like, so, like, women have more reason to, like, prefer a gay club than a regular club which mm. immediately takes more men more straight men to gay clubs so it's yeah. a it's, it's a dilemma but whatever it's the problem anyways thursday thursday um is another one of those clubs that like might be for lack of a better option but it's thecla thecla is like a, a boat that became a club like a, is, is it a yacht it's a club on a boat. It's not a yacht. It's not a yacht. It's a club on a big boat. Um, yeah. Which I mean, it's cool because cool, it's yeah. on a boat. Because right? um, yeah, it's not really flat land. It's kind of tilted, yeah. and yeah, the clubs like sort of inside yeah. the boat. So you got to go down into it. And, and it doesn't it really rock. Good. And it does. Some people ask if it rocks. No, oh, the no, boat is completely stable. It doesn't. People try. People test that all the time, right? They try jumping up and down at different points. Yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't rock, rock at all. There's nothing you can it's do. Solid. It's probably the, the closest. The closest thing of rocking that boat was probably the song playing. So, you know. <laughs> and um, people don't fall into the water. They're bouncers. Uh, they're yeah, bouncers yeah. around there, so no one just. It's very safe. It's it's, com- it's completely safe. safe. We've been there. It's only times. yeah. Sometimes they hold concerts as well. Yeah. Um, Abanita thing. Very it's very gimmicky. Yeah, yeah. If the boat like, is it, the only thing that differentiates it is the fact yeah, that if the boat moves, it's, it's basically you're probably just too drunk. 
Yes, you, you're the one yeah. of him, bro. You're the one. Yeah, you're the problem. <laughs> you're the problem. Yeah, you're the problem. If it, if it starts moving, yeah, it's your fault. But yeah, this is also a club that tried to close down. Like I remember when you were in uni, every single year there's been rumors that Tecla's gonna close. It's doing his last oh. night, and then that's the end of it. But yeah, just never Blue closed. Mountain like, and that's, Lakota that's did happened. that as well all the time. It's That's the trend with Bristol clubs, right? If you hear that they're closing, just don't believe it. Don't believe it. There's always going to be people that come in and either save it somehow or they're just trying to get more it's people just, through the door. It's just marketing at this point, probably. Unless it's marketing. SWX. Yeah, SWX is dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. God bless SWX, man. Rest in peace. Rip. Yeah, let's move yeah. Get onto that. Um, okay, Ronald, get onto get on to that. <laughs> we move on for Thursday. Besides being a gimmick, the, the vibe for the music is different because it's now like, it's not, it's yeah, it's very music. indie. It's very, very indie. indie music. Um, so if you're an indie fan, you're probably going to talk a lot. <clears throat> uh, Friday. Friday is... Actually, Friday had two options. Because um, Friday, you could either do O2 or SWX. Basically, the 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 normally how I make the pick is if I want a headbang, I go O2. If I if I just want to like chill, I will give, will give music without headbanging all the time, I'll go SWX. Yeah. O2 is such like a, it was a yeah, hype club. Yeah, so most of the time, it's like a concert hall. And yeah, a lot of people come in, it gets packed out. And yeah, it ends up being a really good night. Like that's what we like. And it's very close to where we were in terms of comms. So we used to pre and unite closer to um, that area. So that's like a five minute walk for us. And then yeah, it ended up being very convenient. And there's nice. always, uh, and there was sometimes guest appearances as well because it's a yeah, concert hall. Very, so. yeah. Some big profile yeah. artists we've seen in O2. Like, so it's quite good as well. So, yeah. Um, yeah. SWX, um, SWX caught fire like twice now. So I don't know about them. <laughs> twice? No, yeah. Well, throughout. SWX. <laughs> thing is, it's SWX. Okay, let me prefix this, right? SWX is such a banger club that it caught fire twice. Think about it's this. It's so fire. It's so fire. It's so fire. The music there. Oh my God. If I was to put myself down as a second home anywhere in Bristol it's gonna be SWX we've been there so many times we've seen so many high profile artists there I remember seeing Young Bane I remember seeing EO I remember seeing Hardy yeah. Caprio there a lot big, of great nice Krypton Big Shaq was also there when he was oh, yeah. when big it was Shaq a was thing there. when it was a big thing yeah yeah we've seen it all Be Young oh yeah Be Young crazy. I forgot about that one yeah. for our group SWX is very much a staple as much as like OMG is for Wednesdays, yeah. Um, SWX I think is the one where we have gone more times other than the assigned day out of any clubs as well. Yeah, yeah. So we've yeah. Been, I've yeah. never had a bad. So we've been SWX, SWX, like, never. Yeah, we've been SWX like Saturdays, fucking during the week any day. So yeah, um, they do a mosh pit for no reason. Yeah, uh, if you, uh, mosh, mosh pit happen happened quite a lot for no you, reason. You can easily you. You, if you want to start a mosh pit, you can start a mosh pit at SWX at any point, you honestly. Can start it. There's going to be people there that's like, even in the R&B room, like mostly in the R&B room, I've let's seen say. A, I've seen a mosh pit to, fu- to fucking Adele or, C- or, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it didn't make sense. But, okay, yeah. Man, that's, but yeah, basically that's the energy SWX has. Um, and that's Thursdays. That covers Friday and Saturday. So SWX is yeah. the place to go on Saturday. Um, is that place to go on Sunday? Embargo? You go I home. I mean, Ricardo, you told us, like... You go, you go home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you go home. You don't need to go out seven days a yeah. week, is what we're saying. Even the Lord rested yeah, yeah, on the seventh yeah, yeah, yeah. day, yeah, yeah. we're going to rest on the Sundays. <laughs> rest on the Sundays. Yeah, yeah, rest on Sundays. Sometimes, <laughs> right. the thing is, sometimes 
the Sundays can become amazing, but they can be yeah, the worst is. thing ever. So it's yeah. not worth taking the risk. I feel like you guys just reach yeah, out. You guys have London. had some amazing Sundays. You've had some amazing, amazing Sundays think, when it comes to yeah. But I think like I could. I would. I think I would, I would need to have uh, Taridu in the. Uh, to tell those stories, so I think it'd be better mm. yeah, for yeah. another we'll episode. Yeah, we'll get him into we'll 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 Sunday for a different day. But I want to do like kind of yeah. honorable. But then again, you don't want to be yeah. You don't want to be going yeah, out yeah, at seven don't days do that. And that's don't be thing. one of those. And yeah, the one big the one big thing that's going to stop you from doing that is freshers' flu. Oh. So me personally, I've had freshers' flu. It's freshers' flu basically is where you're coughing, spluttering all over the place. You've just got a permanent cold that just doesn't go away. So you're you're the guy that's in lectures coughing, yeah. and that's the most annoying thing. And right? It's, right it's mainly called freshers' flu because it because oh, it happens mostly either on freshers' week or the week after freshers. Yeah, because there's too many people going out. Someone gets a cold, and it just spreads around like yeah. fucking wildfire. It spreads around. Crazy. So yeah. so yeah. Um, um, Students are the new plague rats <laughs> of this generation. Man. You got to think about this. We're the ones; they're the disease carriers. So everyone's gonna, everyone's gonna have this permanent freshers' flu until at least like whatever the point where you stop going out and have some kind of detox for yourself. Just start treating yourself good. But yeah, it's gonna last. Okay, we're, we're not done with the search calendar though, because the honor, honorable mentions whenever there's events of note, right? Yeah. So yeah. motion, good club yeah. for like events mm. and stuff. It's a bit far, but whatever. Yeah. Um, like. Motion, yeah, you gotta understand. Yeah. That's the best. That was voted best like one of the best in, clubs in, in Europe. Europe. So if there's an event yeah. happening in Motion, yeah, most likely it's usually a DMB yeah, night. Usually a DMB night baseline. They have the free raves as well, and they have Bingo Lingo. Those are quite good. Valentine's, as well. yeah, they have free. So raves. go yeah. for it as well. Drop whatever. Forget the the calendar. Just go to that Motion event. Yeah. Um, Lakota, I know we called it druggy, but we did go there a couple times because events, you know. Someone threw up in your shoe. Right? <laughs> yeah, oh, that was like near fresh. I remember, yeah, there was like a AC, was it an ACS thing? Like ACS no, was, was going. It was an Afrobeats night. Just oh yeah, but yeah, Afrobeats you and me night. went together. We met Raph there, and then ACS was around there as well. And yeah, somebody, yeah, it's just you can stories in a happy Ronald, instead of catching a wine, you decided to just <laughs> Bro. Some, to catch some vomit. Catch I didn't need to. I, I dodged Raph got fucking hit. <laughs> I saw that shit coming. Raph got hit. Raph got hit. <laughs> she so did sad. it so casually as well. Jeez. She just turned, she was just waiting for someone Bro. to get her a drink, and then she turned around, what was sick, said sorry, and then went back to, oh, is my drink ready yet? Bro. Love it. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love the vibes. The turnaround is quick, though. You yeah, gotta, love it. You gotta love it. It's um, classic pressure thing. Yeah. Uh, another one is is it Old Crown Court? Old Crown Court. That's a prison. It's a prison. Old Crown Court used to be a prison, so you can dance in a cell if you want. Yeah, kind of much. Um, Which is really cool. They have events as well. I felt like um, I was in a music video uh, when I was and, shooting when we when we went there. It was yeah. amazing. And yeah, I'll add Prism because we went there a couple times. We went one there for Halloween, right? And then we had K pop night, K pop night. Uh, Prism. Prism, I don't we really like it because we, we don't we don't particularly enjoy Prism, but if we have to, then well, it's, it's different, you know. it's different. Yeah, too many creepy old okay, men. You gotta understand the flows are kind of. Yeah, the flows are kind of sticky, and like yeah. you said, right there, creepy old men. Yeah, but like, if they have a particular right. event that your mates are going to, then you end up going, which is why some like we went prison probably like only three times throughout, you know. But 
Yeah, it's it's awkward, there, yeah, and you you that. won't be able to not notice it's there. So yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty, yeah that's pretty much it for clubs. And Halloween, you can go basically anywhere because we Halloween. Oh every wait, no, one, one more. Actually, one more honorable club. mention. Sorry, embargo. Embargo oh. is an event. Embargo is just free. So just go if it's free. Yeah. Just go for free. Yeah, and that's like a very third year club. Embargo is like very second year kind of third year vibe. It's because it's free. Not a lot of people go. You can have some kind of closed experience there if you want, with just your mates and with like some other mm. people there. But yeah, it's not big. It's not hype. So, oh, but yeah. if you've been refused entry to anywhere else, you can go Lizard Lounge. They usually will take you in. Lizard Lounge. But that's the thing, in first year, that's where I went Lizard Lounge during Freshers Week. And mostly because I blew most of my the money my dad gave me in Lizard Lounge. Because it's £1.50 toffee vodka. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, it's a fucking amazing thing. You bought so a hundred of them. I brought a load of those. I brought a load. Me and Alex Little. So I was paying for me and Alex Little. And we were just like, just running through it that night. Christ, how many did you need? Oh, and one thing. Uh, usually the uni or the has these bracelets for specific nights out. Do mm-hmm. not get them. Yeah. There's no point of getting them get because them. most likely your fan mates, which will be the Don't won't have them. them. So it's better to just like, oh, you figure out on that exact day where to go, where to go with the fan. Yeah. Instead of getting the bracelets. I feel like a lot of other, yeah, a lot of other like unis do this thing where they sort of put you in a group chat with the people you're going to be in halls with or you're going to they're going to be in your flat mm-hmm. and then you can decide what you want to do like a week before you actually move oh, into I... it. Oh yeah, Bristol doesn't have to No, but like I, think, I think I think I got added to a group for my hall for my residence. Oh yeah, for your hall, yeah, for your like Yeah, no, yeah, hall, not just the room. Not into yeah. your, mm-hmm. flat, your flat. Your flat. Yeah. yeah. So you can't really organize something beforehand, so you got to kind of wait till you get into the actual flat and then decide where you all like Yeah, it's be. usually better, uh, usually better as well. To be fair, I wanted to mention as well. Um once you go past first year, right? I think the the tendency you um the amount of times you tend to go to the club really go down because a lot of people start hosting parties because they're out of house now. House yeah, they're out of yeah. they're out of house now. So any anyone that has a nice flat I mean it's like, oh yeah, party hours and you just kinda go and chill. It's way more chill vibe. Which I appreciate sometimes. But yeah. sometimes you just kinda wanna go to a club. So Yeah, my advice is if you if you like going out, just go out as much as you can. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no consequences. You wanna have a yeah. sick time. And just yeah, just enjoy that bit of time you get that little bit of a buffer before yeah, shit because gets real it's second. so hard to have pre's and like house parties in hall in halls, especially the the ones in the city center. Yeah, because there's noise complaints and things like all that. the yeah. time noise complaints. So in in Stoke Bishop, you don't get it as much because they are meant to like have all of those big uh, big nights. It's campusy, very campusy. But the yeah. ones in the city center, yeah, it's just a little bit of noise and. And the senior resident is already knocking on your door, telling you to shut the fuck up. So, yeah, it's, it's not it's not great sometimes. It's not great sometimes. But we had good prison first year. Quite messy, messy yeah. ones. Yeah. See, I feel like Ronald. Mm. Ronald lived so far oh, away. Yeah. Lived in Vegas. <laughs> so there was a lot of situations where he just wouldn't there come was, out with us. Like I don't know why. There like, was I can I can kinda of You'd fall like, asleep. Yeah. You'd a lot of the time sometimes. Yeah. A lot yeah. of the time um uh we'd like go about our day, right? Just like go lectures, chill. So like I'd spend 
because I I'm the one that lived furthest away from no besides like well from the people that went out I'm I'm the one that kind of lived the furthest away from from where we would yeah. we would normally have prayers because yeah. we normally have it just a unite which is really close to uni and I'm like I I want to say like a twenty twenty minute walk from mm-hmm. from like my place to uni so it was um. And even further, if we were like doing priests somewhere else further up the hill, so you know I'm lazy, so I we would like, we'd be we'd be done with like uni. I'd go I go home, do a bit of work, have food, and kind of just pass out. So like I just like have a nap when we agree to like oh yeah priests are like half nine or some shit. So like I'd have a nap, wake up, chill a bit, maybe take a long nap, and then I just miss the time. So I'd wake up to like a bunch of messages or calls and shit, and I'd be like, ah, uh, I just like freshen up, get dressed, and like fucking meet people near the end of priest. Have a yeah. fucking like have you have a couple shots, couple of drinks, and then we like it's time to go out. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> Ronald had a horrific time. Yeah, it was, and then but like. things switch because I I didn't used to live with any of you. So in first year, but once yeah. we started living together in second year and we started hosting, then yeah, I was always present because yeah. what other option is there? That was cool. yeah. <laughs> when I was hosting a lot in first year, there was always the problem of people would come in at half nine and I would be there just cooking dinner or having dinner. Yeah, so, like <laughs> who would come in? Okay, here's the thing, right? Okay, here's an explanation for this. So half nine is what we decided to be our sesh time. So when pre start, whenever you want to invite people around. We'd say half nine because usually people end up being late. So even if they end up being there at half ten, it's not going to matter. So, yeah, that's where that came from. So half nine. I don't know if anyone came exactly at half nine. I don't know if that was... I I think I'd normally make my way the, like, half ten, eleven. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, half nine is just a a moment, right? It's like... ideal bit of timing when it comes to these nights. If you can start at half nine, your life's going well, but yeah, it generally doesn't it never does, half, to be honest. It never did. It That's never why I was does. having dinner. But then you got to think about what what Prees was like back then, right? In terms of the people that would go out and actually drink, it was just you, me, Michael, Kaho, and James, yeah. right? It was just us two. And we have two other people, Karthik and Taridu, who just didn't drink at that time. They were too young to even go out to clubs either. They were 17. And I was just so, late. Yeah, it was very yeah, Ronald, was, Ronald was late. So that was the, the landscape for Breeze, that entire first And because year. Ronald was always late, Azel just decided to start giving out triple shots to people. Specifically yeah. to and Ronald. Also, and also because I was always late, I tend to be the most sober at the end of the night. So if someone passed out, I normally stay in the club. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That first year night's like, okay, what would you recommend, like, booze wise? What would you recommend bringing to a uni? Someone like to priest night right now in first year. What? Not Fuck Lambrini. Lambrini. <laughs> You're not going to bring Lambrini. Fuck Lambrini. Lambrini's, yeah. Lambrini's. Uh, my go to normally is I have phases. So, like, I can go a solid mm, month to three months just on cider, but then I kind of switch up to spirits and mixes. You know, um, I normally go for some gin and tonic, you know, some vodka, Sprite, you know, good old. Uh, so you go spirit mixer, yeah, right? spirit, spirit mixer, mixer. Side, though. Spirit but mixer then you side. have the tamer, yeah, you have the tamer option because you're in Bristol, obviously, cider is a big thing. Sometimes you can just lounge, you can just get a four pack of beer or four pack of cider, and that's going to be your night. 
um which isn't bad like there's certain some there's some kind of nights where you just want to lounge right yeah so it's good having the bit of variety in there yeah, I'd go mostly for yeah. The first thing I realized, I'd mostly go for spirits. I'd get a one little bar, a bottle of blood or the rum, and then regret that decision the next day, the next morning. Because I feel like yeah, the hangovers did be different. Really first hard, it was crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So that was always, and they always go for the cheap, non-branded version of it. There's no point of trying to get like the brand. Uh, Captain Morgan's or not in first year, like, not in first year. Like, don't be the guy bringing Ciroc to please in first year. Yeah, you don't, not, you not don't want to be, year. you don't want to flex your Ciroc. No, please don't. <laughs> you don't want to flex Ciroc. Bro, we never brought Ciroc. <laughs> oh no, wait. When, no one brought Ciroc. When, I brought Ciroc. The, 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 the only, the only, yeah. uh, the only moment we went like mad on the um, on the actual drinks in terms of like branding and stuff and like price was when we had um parties because mm. we started hosting parties the second year if you got a decent group of mates yeah if you got a decent group of mates you can pull together booze yeah. if you don't want to drink the same yeah. shit every night just pitch in a fire for each of you and just get a collection and then drink out of that and you're gonna have a way better time See, whenever whenever we get to this topic i find it weird that we're the ones the only ones that like did proper like parties like big parties because nobody else we knew a lot of people like throughout uni and and none of them did proper like actual parties parties end up being like gatherings yeah. they, they'd be just like oh yeah come I'd around see. and then it'd be a lot of people but it wasn't like really a party there wasn't like music music blasting or like that was a theme like we used to go all in we'll yeah. get to that though in a different episode we'll yeah. cover that yeah in probably depth. different episode but, yeah. we're coming to a two hour yeah. mark now so yeah, 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 yeah anyways do you want to wrap things up yeah um so yeah like in terms of a conclusion right uh so yeah you basically no conclusion cut it off stop listening no conclusion i mean like we'll do we'll do we'll do some kind of wrap up yeah yeah yeah, we talked about first year for us like we talk about experiences hopefully there's a bit of advice you can take away from this episode just use it to help you in your own kind of uni journey in freshers if you're thinking about uni maybe this is gonna discourage you from ever even thinking about uni like could be anything right like just take away what you want yeah. to from this I, episode yeah. Yeah. i think if any if anything just prioritize your mental health and then and then everything comes yeah. after. in it a hundred percent i guess yeah we'll yeah. leave it at that we'll leave it at that cheers boys thank you for listening to you think this is husky musical you think this is husky musical <laughs> can someone can one exactly. of you do the See eyeballs it stuff because i can't you gotta you gotta, you gotta do that uh, like, no, uh, I can't either. Bro. I can't. Oh, oh, it's I a kind of can. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can. We have audio listeners, <laughs> so it doesn't even matter. Anyway. It's looking like the rocks, <laughs> you know. Like basically, I can do the rock. I can do the rock yeah. eyebrows. But yeah, that's the the main. Yeah, we'll talk about another thing. Yeah, next time. that's but the yeah. wrap up, guys. See you on the next one. Cheers. See you in a bit. Adios.